Welcome to the Tabroxy Method, creating confident learners. The Tabroxy Method uses a unique combination of breath work, brain body work, gratitude, and a clay-based program to affect the neuroplasticity of the brain in students. To help strengthen their mind-body connection, help them develop a growth mindset, and most importantly, trust and confidence in themselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Tapraxy Method, Creating Confident Learners. I'm Tawny Tapraxy, the founder and creator. I'm just back from a long summer break from Bali in Australia, and I am so happy to be back. I'm also so, so, so excited to share that the foundation course is out and available. It's something I've been working hard on for all of you, and I'll share more about it in this episode. I'm truly so excited to share it with you, and I hope it serves you. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. One way to support the Taproxy Method podcast is to leave a five-star review and written review anywhere you listen to it. Thanks so much, and let's get started. Again, I'm so excited to share the foundation course with you now that it's out and available to all. It's pretty much 20 years of condensed knowledge in bite-sized pieces, digestible pieces that you can apply to your kids, your students, and your lives right away and create a solid foundation using the key components of the Tapraxy method. The breathing, the brain body work, the balance, the gratitude, and proper orientation. There are so many tools jam-packed into this course, especially tools for those kids who are super anxious, maybe have had some stresses from home life or school, and of course, those who struggle with focus. There's lots of tools to just calm the nervous system. And while it helps kids who are struggling, this course is not just for kids who struggle or parents who have kids that are struggling or have low self-esteem or distraction in the classroom. These foundational tools, these life skills and tools meet any kid where they're at and help them excel. It gives them tools in their toolbox to pull from when they need them. All the information is linked below at the show notes. I'm actually offering this course as two options, a one-time purchase for the course, or you can join a monthly subscription where you get extra support through a private support group for both parents and educators, as well as a monthly live stream meetup. Again, all of the information is linked in the show notes. This is a super low introductory price, so be sure to take advantage of it as it's just come out. Again, I'm so excited to have and share this with you. And I really hope it serves all of you who are participating in the subscription or taking the course. So this episode being the first one back after traveling this summer, I always love to reset by being away because traveling often reminds me, especially in the case of going to third world countries, how blessed I am, how blessed we really are in the first world. And it opens my eyes back up to that gratitude and feeling blessed. I ended up going to Bali and Australia this summer. Australia's actually been on my bucket list since I was 17, so it took me a few years to get there. And Bali, I've actually been to a few times in my life and have been blessed to do that, but I haven't been back since after COVID. And the people in Bali are just some of the most kind and generous people in the world. Bali itself has this Balinese the special magical Bali smell to it that's just full of flowers and incense and happy smiles. And their culture has this ritual of prayer with offerings and burning incense that happens three times a day. There are temples and many temples tucked everywhere, just on properties, big ones by the beach. 
Um, and there are three set times for this prayer and tradition where a traditional baktik is worn or a scarf around for the women. Um, I believe for the men as well. I tended to notice the women who were doing the blessings, but the whole ritual, the whole, the women tend to wear these baktik wraps or they're like kind of like a sarong or paro. And they have this beautiful lace um, top that they tend to set up for each time. There's three times for this prayer. And the whole ritual is just so beautiful. I'm actually surprised. I, I left this notes and my um, my outline for this podcast to be done after I came back. But before I left, I had some ideas because I do travel. I take a big trip usually every year. And I had some ideas of what I was going to take away from my travels. But I'm actually quite surprised by what I took away from my travels this year in terms of how it applies to academics and students and education. What I was expecting to take away was were things like this. How important is for kids to be at play and be outside and play and enjoy the sunshine and just be kids? I also expected to talk about how travel and newer experiences lead to open-mindedness just by the very nature of travel. Dr. Tara Swart talks a lot about how travel promotes neurogenesis by exposing the brain to novel and complex environments. There's a little bit of natural problem solving there. As does learning new things like an instrument or a new language or reading or expanding your vocabulary or creating art and dancing. So that's all fun stuff to do on vacation. I also expected to take away that everybody needs breaks and resets from my travel. That's just something that I put in place to take care of myself so that I can be the best teacher that I can be and show up every school year. But what I took from my travels, interestingly enough, instead was this consistency of ritual and this beautiful prayer and this importance of it, the importance of consistency that creates both beauty and ease. I did, of course, take and have lots of fun and new experiences. That's always good for the brain, right? When we talked about education, but especially in Australia, where that's been on my bucket list for as long as I can remember. And I know distinctly at age 17, I wanted to visit there. So I got to see the Opera House in Sydney and experience some of the coastlines. And I got to pet a koala for the first time in my life and feed a kangaroo. So doing this, I definitely felt childlike um, and felt like a kid again. And just so you guys know, koalas do feel like the teddy bears that they look like. And feeding a docile kangaroo kind of feels like feeding a really cute cow or maybe a goat. Um, but maybe not so much those big red kangaroos I first saw at the Sydney Zoo, which are known for their boxing skills. <laughs> so having these new experiences, of course, is important for the brain, the reset, the, the nervous system. Uh, I, I really was surprised when consistency of the ritual, the prayer in Bali, and through every day that I saw this, how important it was. I do talk a lot about consistency with these foundational tools and skills. And again, they're in the foundation course that is now available and that done over time, right? Whether it's a ritual of prayer in Bali or the ritual of breathing or gratitude, um, which is in the course. And what I talk about in other episodes, it creates this feeling of safety and beauty and ease for the nervous system. And in general, kids tend to thrive with some sort of consistency. A lot of the kids that I tend to see, it's not always the case. There sometimes is not any consistency um, in their routine. And so once they get into consistency, some of the things tend to 
where there's some predictability for them, the consistency helps them show up and know how to show up daily, whether it's at home or school. But for the kids who especially may have had some major stress and in consistency of routine is something that they can rely on. So it doesn't have to be a whole day is super, super structured, but there's these points of like, oh, I know I'm going to do this. So when kids come to see me to tutor um, or homeschool, I always do three grateful things and breathing and problem a day. They know they can count on that. And then we move on from there. So there's these things that are in place that they know how to just show up and get right into it. There's no explanation. It's become second nature. And this is important because kids do need touch points of some kind of solidity, right? Through that consistency. It doesn't have to be, again, the whole day is planned to a T. It's just, I know this is what I do in the morning when I wake up. This is maybe something in the midday. And then this is, you know, oh my, I always do this at night. It doesn't have to be every little thing, right? There's always flexibility, which allows flow. But when we have some type of habits and consistency and routine, whether it's academic Um, academic skills when we study, when we sit down for homework, or if it's more of those foundational, how do I get the breath work, the balance work, the gratitude in place so that it becomes embodied, that consistency is what helps it and what makes it quite beautiful. And knowing that kids tend to thrive with consistency, I think about when I was a teacher in the classroom or thinking about the beginning of school year or when I first start with a kid when there isn't a set routine, when we haven't gotten to know each other, there's more of an effort there in our interactions, right? And when I taught in the classroom, there was that running joke of not smiling till Thanksgiving, which of course is a little bit extreme, but there's really this like, we have to know what we're doing. There's gotta be some kind of container, some kind of format, some kind of consistency so that we can show up and progress from there. And consistency in the classroom, consistency with academics, consistency with the foundational tools and skills that are in the foundation course and the Taproxy method are all those things that are pointing that path in that direction. But what's really cool is once kids get into the routine or something becomes second nature, things start to flow for them. And that's what's been sticking out to me from this this summer travel, the flow of ritual of prayer while abroad and how that created some kind of ease or at least some some consistency in the Balinese culture. Because With Bali, there is some chaos. The traffic is a little insane. The infrastructure, you know, is a little bit chaotic as well. And so that consistency of prayer that kind of threads through the day, through the society, it's really, really quite beautiful. So with the foundation course, this new online course that's now available to you all, there is... It it builds on a whole bunch of really effective foundational tools and skills to create a solid foundation Um, through consistency of habit. So be sure to sign up for the course. And I'm so happy to have you in the Creating Confident Learners community. Be sure to sign up for the foundation course. This course is here to support you. It teaches the exact foundational tools I have used with students to ease anxiety and help raise confidence and self-esteem so that they can succeed in all areas of their lives, including academics. It's available as a one-time purchase or as an ongoing monthly subscription with extra group support and monthly live stream. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter to stay in contact. Keep up with the Creating Confident Learners community on Instagram and Facebook at Creating Confident Learners. Have a blessed day and aloha.